to it. I've got a really great question situation actually with one of my co uh, private coaching clients. And I have her permission to share this. And of course, I'm not going to tell you her name because confidentiality is of utmost importance, right? But this is a really great situation. And you may think that this doesn't apply to you because it involves a puppy. But wait, it involves a relationship between a husband and wife. So it is all about the communication. And this is this is just a prime example that can you can find any situation perhaps in your relationship where this will apply. So let me put my glasses on so I can read. And here we go. All right. Whoops. Okay, so um, my client is a female, mother of two, married for, I don't know, around 20 years. And um, she said, I've been working with a trainer for our puppy since he was little. I told my husband that if we were to get a dog that big, this is a really huge, huge dog breed. If we were to get a dog that big, he needed to have manners. I totally agree. Um, Okay, I told my husband that I needed his support in doing what was asked to train the dog. While he has done most of it, he has complained and argued with me the whole time. I tell him I'm not using hand signals and so he uses them anyway. If I try to ask him nicely, he's nasty about it. I have included him in the training and he seems to enjoy what he has done. While he is seeing the benefits of what we've been doing, um, he still argues with me over everything the trainer says. Honestly, I feel like he's this way with most everything. Okay, can you see that it's not about the dog? It's most everything, right? It, this client is at a level of frustration. And our communication is so important. It dictates everything. So how to approach this? One of the things that, that we believe in my uh, line of work, my line of training, ladies, is that men are always responding to us. So the way that they're behaving, the way that they're treating us is a response to how we've been treating them. Okay, and it's not about today, it's about over the last several years, right? If you're, you're in a real long relationship. So I asked her a couple questions, we worked through this. And I said, you know, was he fully on board with this training style? Did you tell him it was going to be happening? Or did you ask for him to participate and get his agreement? Okay, if you ask, and they don't agree, you're, that's just telling them, right? That's dictatorship. So she said that he did agree. Um, however, he doesn't believe in the methods by this particular trainer. He doesn't like the particular and acts of service, so doing things for each other and physical touch. And for me, physical touch is always at the bottom. Sometimes I've even scored zero on that, okay? However, Many of my partners in the past, physical touch has been their language. And I remember I had a boyfriend who would always, you know, stroke my hair like this. You know, and I'd be like, what are you doing? You know, are you petting me? What's going on? Um, because it did not translate. He was feeling what he was thinking as he was doing this was, you know, oh, I love you so much. And I love being with you. And it was a very loving gesture from him. But I was not receiving it that way. Uh, it did not fill my tank at all. 
at all. It was not my love language. And so what we discovered, this was a breakthrough that I had during this relationship, is that we needed to translate his language of physical touch into something that I could understand, which is words of affirmation. So we joked about like we needed to translate it into English, right? Really the spoken word. So when he caught himself doing that, you know, or, or whatever, then he would, you know, say out loud, I needed to hear the words out loud. You know, I just, I love spending time with you. I have so much fun when we're together. Um, you know, whatever those those feelings and thoughts that he was having, I needed to, to hear them. That was my language. And that changed our relationship tremendously. Um, now, with my husband, physical touch is also, I think, one of his top two languages, might be his number one. And we both work together. Even before coronavirus, we work um, from, we don't work together. He's got his business. I've got my business, but we both work out of the home. So we're home all day together. And uh, every time I walk past him, I just make it a point to, to touch him on the shoulder or to just stop and kiss him on the cheek or the top of the head. And then I just keep walking. So I'm not interrupting his single focus in his work day, but I'm filling his love tank. You know, I'm putting like another cup of fuel into his love tank every time I walk by him and just touch him and connect with him because that's his language, right? It's important for him. Or when we're sitting on the couch, I always have my hand on, you know, his arm or his leg, or I have my leg draped over him or something, some sort of little physical touch. Now, really, this does nothing for me, but that's the point. I need to speak my partner's language in order to fill his nice. tank. Here's another example. I had a boyfriend once who one of his top languages was acts of service. And I worked a lot. I think I had two jobs back then. He was a business owner. He worked a ton, you know, days, nights, weekends, the whole thing, uh, solopreneur. And so quality time, right? I'm a quality time girl. And our time together was so challenged. And I would come home and he would say, oh, look what I did. I, I cleaned the house for you or I made dinner for us or, or something like acts of service was a big deal for him. And and I I would receive that as, OK, that's nice. Thank you. But could we just spend some time together? Like I was starving. I was starving for that that time together because of our, our schedules and our situation. So he was trying to express love in his language and being so wonderful about it but it wasn't putting any fuel in my love tank.